Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> We're here. We did it. Oh, Super Spell Podcast. Welcome. Welcome back. Today, social we are distancing. Physical distancing. I prefer the term physical distancing to social distancing. Yeah, me too. We're not socially distancing. We're physically distancing. Yeah. Um, it's like, I think this is like day 35 of my quarantine. It's day, I think I officially started on like the 13th of March. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. That, yeah. So that was the last Monday that I had to go mm-hmm. into work to get my stuff. Four. So that was a Friday. Yeah. It's been a week. It's been a month. And I'm surprisingly, well, or maybe not oh, yeah. surprisingly because I'm super introverted. I'm like fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I've missed Me Disneyland, too. going to Disneyland a couple times. Like, I've been like, why can't I just want to go? I miss Target. I don't really miss, miss Target. I do. I miss Target, and I miss the movies. I miss the movies. And uh, Disneyland, for sure. And the I, aquarium. You had said it on your Instagram today, but I miss sushi so bad. It, like, makes me salivate. Yes. Oh my god, I was thinking about sushi. I was texting with my brother or like my family and he was talking about sushi. I was like, I remember that all you so Jess and I um are part of a boxing club and um my uncle is our coach, he's an ex-boxer. And um we for his birthday, did you go with us for his birthday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did we go? So good. Did we all go? We went somewhere. We went to this yeah. like really good all you can eat sushi place. That's like his favorite, and oh my god, so good! I, I think he so would much. really love the one that I go to. We have to go when it re- when we can go. Yeah, we but yeah, we were saying we were gonna go, and then yeah, we're gonna go after all this. So today we are continuing our uh, series, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, right and left hand path magic. Yes, and today we're gonna be talking about the left hand path. Um, last week we talked about the right hand path. Jeff mm-hmm. gave us like a rundown mm-hmm. of everything, and uh, we talked a little bit about the left hand last week too. But we're going to go into it a little bit more, yeah, just briefly, like a definition. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to be covering uh, our friends Alistair Crowley and Anton LaVey and a little tiny bit on Michael Kino, but he's very boring, so we will not spend <laughs> a lot of time on him. Um, <laughs> so let's begin, shall we? Yeah. Um, so left hand path. So Bam Mam Marga. Bam Marga. Sanskrit literally means left hand path. Yes. Um, so much like the right hand path was about, uh, rules and learning and worshiping like an all-powerful deity who like whoever that happens to be god Mm -hmm, or buddha mm -hmm. or uh um some sort of like earth 
God or, you know, Ghana whatever. Or... Ghana, yeah. Yeah. The, the left-hand path makes it so that you are the all-powerful deity. Left-hand path is very, uh, it's very uh, individualistic. It's very yeah. like the self. Yeah. So the Latin word uh, for left is uh, sinister. Sinestra or something close oh, to I that, or sinister. Yeah, and it can it can be translated from Latin to mean left or wrong, unfavorable, miserable, or harmful. Mm. And up until the 1950s, um, a lot of like Christian uh, schools or a lot of schools in general would not let children write with their left hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. My grandma so, had to, they had to reteach her. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, oh, and before we go on, I just want to say I got a lot of this from Wikipedia, and I listened to an episode about it from last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are like they do crazy amounts of research, and they do. I just I just stole some of it from them, and I'm gonna like that with Wikipedia try to like let you know how I made any sense of any of this. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there. So Christianity uses um, the sinister meaning of left in the gospel of Matthew because God's followers were on his right and they were the mm-hmm. sheep while his non-followers were on the left and they were goats and goats, goats have all, often been associated with the devil or Lucifer yeah and uh you know Baphomet there's a lot of you know a lot of yeah. different works where you can see the goat being associated with uh Lucifer or the death or the devil or whoever yeah for sure um, cr- Christians also called left-hand path the, quote, diabolical and earthly path to hell. (laughs) So that's fun. Subtle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, Christians are known for their subtlety. Uh, So Thelemites, Satanists, and chaos magicians, as well as, like, many, many others, are all covered under the umbrella of the left-hand path. Mm -hmm. And all of these religions, quote unquote religions, have emphasis on individuality, self-empowerment, and personal journeys. Hmm. So they're very much about the self, you yeah. and yourself. So we're going to get to probably the most famous practitioner of the left-hand path, Aleister Crowley. Mm-hmm. So he was born in 1875, and he began his magical career on the right-hand path, actually, oh. with the Order of the Golden Dawn. Mm-hmm. and he split from them after some like weird drama yeah. um with the uh like the higher ups in the order of the golden mm-hmm. dawn mm-hmm. so basically what happens is crowley is in the gold order of the golden dawn he's trying to get higher up within the group the different orders of the group mm-hmm. and they have a problem with him because he is bisexual Mm-hmm. He's flamboyant. Mm-hmm. He's very out there. And they're kind of like, well, we don't really want this dude to be like the face of our order. We don't really yeah. want him in here. Yeah. So he he gets together with this dude, Mathers. Mm-hmm. And Mathers tells him like, hey, I can get you higher up, but you got to do this thing for me. Hmm. So Crowley and uh, a woman named Elaine Simpson get together and they attempt to seize a temple space from the golden dawn as a favor to Mathers. So basically they like try to, yeah, they're just like, they show up and they're like, we're not leaving basically, but they don't, it doesn't work out well (laughs) because 
first of all, they can they can't even get in. And second of all, when the cops are called, the the cops are basically like, dude, like they paid for this space. It belongs to them. You need to leave. <laughs> so <laughs> it really pretty much goes nowhere. Um, this leads the order to issue a decree, which essentially removes Mathers, Simpson, and Crowley from the group. Okay. And it, it leads Crowley to um, take matters into his own hands and start his own magical practice um, called Thalema. So, Thalema. yeah, he's like, he's like uh, on Futurama, we're benders, like, I'll start my own casino, like, Eastern mm-hmm. religion, blackjack and <laughs> hookers, you know? Um, so, Thalema would be the leading religion for esoteric until the rise of Wicca in the 1950s. So that's a pretty long time. This is like in 1904 this happened, 1907, something like that? Yeah. So most would actually define the practice of Wicca as part of the right-hand path, since the layman's would be part of the left-hand path. But most modern um, magicians would just say that they're pretty much like just two different approaches to the same thing. Okay. Um. But that's, I mean, when you get into what the Lama is about, I, I don't know if that's accurate. But <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> let's get into the Lama. The Lama is basically sex magic. So the Lama, again, sex magic, and all about the power of the orgasm, mm-hmm. which is where um, they thought most of the power came from. Okay. Crowley believed by using sex magic, he would bring forth the next eon of mankind and the spiritual revolution. So according to him, there have been three so far. The first one being the eon of Isis, Mm -hmm. which was the matriarchal age characterized by the worshiping of lunar deities and paganism, which was shut down very quickly by the Christians, which brought on the dawn of the second eon, the eon of Osiris, the patriarchal age which would be Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism, you know, et cetera, and those yeah. types of patriarchal-based mm-hmm. religions. Makes sense. He thought he was bringing, yeah, he thought he was bringing forth the third eon, uh, the eon of Horus, which saw the emphasis on the power of will, the internal power of one's self. So again, the same sort of thing. Yeah, it's Sounds like good on uh, paper. Yeah, it would be like, matriarchal patriarchal and horus would be like the child so yeah instead of you looking for a mommy or a daddy you're taking care of yourself yeah again yeah sounds good on paper mm-hmm. so crowley received these messages of Salema while participating in a ritual sex act in a, with another man um and i think it took place like in a pyramid if i'm <laughs> <laughs> if I don't know if it was in Egypt. It could have been. Were they like basic pyramid? Could have been. That also could have been. Um, the rituals and practices of the Lema involved sex, semen, menstrual blood, and vaginal fluids. And the whole point was that it would enable the magician to focus on a specific goal or outcome and dedicating the sex act to the goal or outcome while holding the image in one's mind at the moment of climax, which we talked about. We did, yeah. In the sex magic uh, episode. Yes. Um, the, the idea, according to Crowley, was that sex mimics, mimics the creation of the universe. Mm-hmm. And we had spoken about it before that you don't necessarily need a partner 
to do this. Yeah. Although it's usually more fun with one. Well, yeah. Usually. Depends. Can be. Well, Depends on how I you guess. feel about it. Uh, Thelema also saw the birth of sigils as well as the same as above, so below. So oh. that, those came from Alistair Crowley. So uh, just four tenets of Thelema that I want to just uh, talk about really quickly. I'm just going to like read them off to you from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, uh, your duty to self. It admonishes the reader to develop every faculty in a balanced way, establish one's autonomy, and devote oneself to the service of one's own true will. Hmm. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two is your duty to others. So an admonishment to eliminate the illusion of separateness between oneself and all others, to fight when necessary, to avoid interfering with the will of others, to enlighten others when needed, and to worship the divine nature of all other beings. Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, next is duty to mankind. It states that the law of the Lema should be the sole basis of conduct, that the law of the land should have aim of securing the greatest liberty for all individuals. Crime is described as being a violation of one's true will. And the last one, uh, your duty to all other beings and things. This states that the law of the Lema, <laughs> this is a little wordy, okay, should be applied to all problems and used to decide every ethical question. It is a violation of the law of the Lema to use any animal or object for a purpose which is unfit or to ruin things so that they are useless for their purpose. Natural resources can be used by man, but this should not be done wantonly or the breach of the law will be avenged. Um, there's a lot about Thelema that, uh, is very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're very there's a wordy lot, in their descriptions. Very wordy. Um, there's a lot of rituals, again, that involve, like, body fluid mm-hmm. that, um, are, that you, are they're all used for the purposes of, like, um, advancing oneself. And when, when Crowley first, he wrote the, it's called the book of the law. Uh And that's like the Bible in uh, the Lema. Mm -hmm. It came forward and uh, the order of the order, the OT, okay. So they're called the OTO, Ordo Templi Orientis, Ordo Templi Orientis which means Order of the Temple of the East. Mm-hmm. And this was um, a, an order that Crowley was a, excuse me, he was a part of. Okay. But he kind of uh, stepped away from. And when they saw what he was doing, they were kind of like, hey, dude, like you're giving away all of our secrets. Yeah. And he was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you mean. They confronted him and they kind of accused him of stealing their secrets. But when Crowley who again was once a member, he told them, he was like, I, I, I'm basically like, I'm making this up. Like, what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't steal from you. (laughs) They, they told him, well, the OTO's ninth degree, when you make it to the ninth level of whatever. Yeah. And they reveal all the secrets. Basically the secret is that sex magic is the way to God. And he had no idea. And Crowley never, he never made it that far. Wait, sex magic they, is the way to 
god like g-o-d to the like to the godhead like to whoever that is like oh to, okay uh, for the for the oto so um, he just made it up not knowing that that's what they're yeah thing so they're like they're like what the heck dude and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and they're like well you must be the chosen one so they make him the head of the oto <laughs> because <laughs> he, he figured just happens it out. to he happens to get it right that's funny and uh eventually yeah they see him as chosen one they make him the head whatever he's in charge and then eventually they split because again he wants to be known he wants to be famous like he mm-hmm. uh, he is a, a showman he is charismatic he wants to he wants to be a celebrity yeah and he he pretty much was at the time he wants to make all of this public and the ocho disagreed so they went their separate ways hmm. So, like I said, he had made himself a celebrity by this time. Yeah. And he pretty much remained one his, the rest of his life. And newspapers would warn locals whenever he was coming into town. You know, they would put out newspapers. One newspaper even called him the wickedest man in the world. Which <laughs> I'm sure he loved. Oh, I'm sure. The continued use of the layman uh, practices like sex magic sustained through the rise of popularity of the popularity of Satanism Hmm. with the rise of Anton LaVey. Hmm. So now we're going to talk about our buddy Anton LaVey. LaVey and Satanism is something else altogether. It's uh, okay. So LaVey, he wrote several books, including the Satanic Bible, the Satanic Rituals, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, wait, there's like, there's like 10 books on the subject. Oh, I'm sure. And historian of Satanism, Gareth J. Medway, described LeVay as a born showman. And he was said, he was said to have, quote, considerable personal magnetism. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet he did, right? Oh, so yes. the Church of Satan was founded on April 30th, 1966, with LeVay ritualistically shaving his head in, quote, the tradition of ancient executioners. And he proclaimed 1966 as Anos Satanus, or the first year in the age of Satan. And the Los Angeles Times dubbed him the Black Pope uh, uh, because he performed satanic baptisms, including on his three-year-old daughter, uh, Zena. That's her name. Good name. Z-E-E-N-A. And he dedicated dedicated her to Satan and to the left-hand path. He That's held kind of rude. <laughs> I mean, and he said any more rude than like baptizing your child as a Christian or Catholic. No, but I also think that's rude. True. <laughs> um, he held satanic funerals and even released a record album entitled "The Satanic Mass." I wanted to listen to that, and I have. I have. I was going to say I have not listened to. So, hmm. um, the Church of Satan itself is a satirical religion. Mm-hmm. So it's used to make fun of organized, mainly Christian beliefs. Um, and they are self-described as materialist and they reject the existence of supernatural beings, God, angels, devils. Yeah. And they also do not believe in life after death. Okay. Um, Satanists do not believe that Satan literally exists and do mm-hmm. not worship him. Okay. So instead, Satan is viewed as a uh, an arch- like a positive archetype, mm-hmm. representing pride, enlightenment, carnality. Um, he, uh, he's embraced as a symbol of defiance, 
against Abrahamic religions mm-hmm. and um, Levian Satanists criticize those types of religions for suppressing humanity's natural instincts and quote, encouraging irrationality. I agree. Yeah. So basically they see man yeah. or humanity as animals mm-hmm. existing in a, an amoral universe. Okay. So, you know, like basically like do what you're going to do. Nobody's watching you, you know, like yeah. your parents aren't home. Who's going to know? Yeah. They, Promote a philosophy based on individualism, egoism, and social Darwinism. Okay. A lot of um, scholars have described it as a self-religion or self-spirituality. Mm-hmm. And um, some have argued it should be seen as part of the, quote, prosperity wing of the self-spirituality of the New Age movement. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, sounds fantastic on paper. Yeah, there was a guy, a scholar, uh, Peterson, Jesper Peterson. He said that Satanism is a cousin of the New Age movement. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the Church of Satan also rejects other organizations who claim to be Satanists. Um, and they uh, they dub them quote d- double worshippers, <laughs> which is funny coming from yeah. something called the Church of Satan. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It does. So yeah. So pretty much the image of Satan to the Church of Satan, they embrace him because he represents a social nonconformity, and he. Um, is a figure against um, of rebelling against a dominant system. Yeah. Um, so LeVay said he enjoyed the label of Satanist because it quote shocked people into thinking. And when asked about his religion, he stated quote, the reason it's called Satanism is because it's fun. It's accurate and it's productive. So mm-hmm. he LeVay himself was an atheist. He rejected the existence of all gods. Yeah, and his his church does not again uh, hold a belief in a literal Satan. Yeah, um, and he does not encourage, or he did not, and they do not encourage anyone to worship Satan as a deity. Again, they use him very intentionally as a symbol. Yeah, like a metaphor, like a figurehead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, basically, um, from one thing I read. People were talking about, well, um, why is Satan uh, the bad guy? He was just trying to let us know what was really going on, basically. Like, he was just trying to give us a heads up. Yeah. He got kicked out of heaven because of it. How does mm-hmm. that make him a bad guy? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you believe what you want. But um, I, I really looked into the Church of Satan for a while while I was, like, looking for, you know, where to go. Yeah. And uh, it is something that, uh, really appeals to me in certain areas, but also there is a uh, little bit of smugness that comes with it that mm-hmm. I don't enjoy. So, yeah, I agree. But I think that's all religions. They, oh, you know, absolutely. All, it's just the uh, you find one bad apple and it ruins. It puts a bad taste in your mouth. So yeah. Um, I do want to read the eleven satanic rules because I mm-hmm. think they're once. 
once people hear the term Satanist, they, uh, I think like, you know, certain alarms go off in your head. Yeah, they do. But when you, when you read these rules, I mean, they're, let me just read them. Okay. Number one, do not give opinions or advice unless you are, unless you are asked. Uh, yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> Number two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. Great. Next, when in, others, when in another's home, show them respect or else do not go there. Yeah, common sense. Number four, yeah. If a guest in your home annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that one's a little. <laughs> I mean, it's a little. It's a little far. Funny, though. <laughs> um, next, do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Uh, yeah. I mean. Uh, thanks you would think common sense again but apparently not yeah next do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and they cry out to be relieved okay okay Okay. uh next acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires if you Hmm. deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success you will lose all you have obtained all right i think like yeah like put your money where your mouth is yeah um next do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself Mm -hmm. so like basically um if you if the if the thing you're complaining about is very fixable like don't complain about it just fix it yeah yeah um next do not harm little children yeah duh yeah Next, do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. Wait. Um, I'm confused. So, like, non-human animals, like a cow, and then a human animal is a human? Yes. Okay. But can you kill humans? Um, I think they, they, I think they uh, left humans out of that one because it says for your food. Okay. So they're like, don't kill humans for food yeah got it um yeah next and i uh the last one when walking in open territory bother no one if someone bothers you ask him to stop if he does not stop destroy him (laughs) 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 Uh, and also uh, these are the the nine satanic sins so like uh, (laughs) so like uh I know, like the seven deadly sins. Here are the nine satanic sins. That's so. Uh, number <laughs> number one. Um, so these are the the things. And in 1987, Levey published these nine satanic sins mm-hmm. as things that Satanists should avoid. Okay. So um, number one being stupidity. Yeah. Thanks. Number two. Number two, pretentiousness. Mm-hmm. Number three, solipsism, which I didn't look up. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. Someone will look it up. Number four, self-deceit. Uh, number five, herd conformity. Number six, uh, lack of perspective. Number seven, forgetfulness of forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Number eight, counterproductive pride. And number nine, <laughs> lack of aesthetics. <laughs> so you have to look I mean, good. You gotta look good, guys. <laughs> so 
That is um, Satanism in a nutshell. Oh, okay. I looked it up while you were talking. Uh, Solipsism? Yeah, mm-hmm. that word. Um, it's like projecting your reactions and responses and sensibility onto someone who's probably like less attuned than you are. Okay. Um, so maybe like just being courteous. Yeah, yeah, Have a yeah. poker face maybe. Yeah. Like don't let your face like you don't show have to react. you think you're dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, it's like uh it's like general courtesy. Yeah, and then I wanted to know more about that forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Uh-huh. Uh cuz I was a little bit confused by that one too, but it's like be aware um to like the 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 way that those orthodox religions or groups could be like brainwashing. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Which I figured, yeah. Like I be mean, aware of other of other people's religions and how they can pull you in kind of thing. Yeah. Again, these sound totally reasonable. Yeah. So um reading, I had never read the uh sins before today or before my uh research, mm-hmm. but I had I had read the the eleven satanic rules. Yeah. And so that was one reason why I was like super interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um but again, I just I just don't think any sort of organized religion, no matter how uh you know, sarcastic it may be. Yeah. So. Yeah. And also, I think I would mur- I would kill my mother if I told her I was a Satanist. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. She'd be so mad. Yeah, she would be mad. <laughs> but again, that's kind um, of the point. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just don't think I'm that like. No. 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 I don't no. care. I, mean... I don't care that much to be like that non-conforming. Yeah. But. Um, I do have another question, though, just for, like, a quick discussion. Um, So, not everybody, obviously, practices magic or their craft to a deity. So, Mm -hmm. I think we talked about it in the right-hand path. Neither of us practice our craft to a deity. We're very celestial. We're very grounded to the earth. We're very, Mm -hmm. I know those sound kind of opposites, but we don't have, we don't pray to Morgana. We don't pray to Bridget. you know, we have, we, we focus mm-hmm. on kind of like, um, what surrounds us elemental. And mm-hmm. so I'm curious about the magic that they speak of in those rules, like practicing the magic. And if you don't practice, it'll be taken away. Right. So the magic of Satanism is very much in line with the magic of, uh, uh, um shoot hold on let me try it again what's the word i'm trying to pull my mind okay so the magic in satanism um is is pretty in line with uh like the layman magic it's a uh, sex magic okay. and it's a lot of um it's again it's more it's more carnal than yeah than bookish you know what I mean yeah that makes a lot of sense that's what I figured I just yeah I wanted to clarify for my own yeah 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 of course um and again we're just like touching on these things yeah um if we were to go more into satanism I'm sure there are um like very specific examples we could give about you know the types of 
like like with the Philemon magic, I didn't even get into some of the things that I read about because <laughs> oh, uh, it's, yeah. they're they're very graphic, first of all. Yeah. And we just don't have time. So <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm really um, curious about what happens with semen and menstrual blood now. Um yes, probably be a, a lot search happening. A lot. Yeah, a lot. Um you can without going too much into it you can uh, make things with it you can draw things with it you can ingest it ew you don't can, do that uh, well yeah. I mean if There's it's your few... thing go for it but yeah <laughs> if it's all uh yeah if everyone is consenting adults then you and if do you're what clean you please take do. a test before you do that yeah yes please um so on that uh note that's satanism we're going to talk a little bit about um, someone else who started in the church of Satan. Mm-hmm. His name is Michael Aquino. So okay. he was born in 1946 and is actually still alive. Interesting. He um, was a military intelligence officer specializing mm-hmm. in psychological warfare. Oh, um, so are you sure it's not a cult that he started? <laughs> well... If it, if it is, it's a very boring cult. Um, he joined the Church of Satan in 1969, and he actually, like, rose up pretty rapidly through the ranks. Yeah, he and Le- He and LeVay uh, were close-ish, uh-huh. and he believed that LeVay wasn't just the leader, but he thought that Satan himself appointed LeVay to found the church. So he was kind of going off the the book a little bit saying yes. like there is yes. actually a satan which which leads to their split so in 1975 okay. they um they split aquino mm-hmm. believed levey had lost um lost his way and lost yeah. the mandate of prince of darkness mm-hmm. and that he himself was given that title oh. so um he one day he got a uh <laughs> Uh, what is it? A, like a vision, uh-huh. and he uh, in the vision was told by this uh, god. Oh shoot, I can't remember the name of it. I didn't write it down. But he was told that um, not only is Satan real, but he's not really called Satan. He's called Set. So yeah, uh, Set is yeah. Set is Egyptian god, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he uh, was. So with this vision, he was, he found, he founds, founds, uh, founded? Yeah, founds. The founded? temple, founded. founded the temple of Set. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they took all the sex out of it, mm-hmm. shoved in a bunch of philosophy and math and. Uh, math? Yeah. And, that doesn't uh, make sense. Yeah, a lot of wordy, wordy books and basically took the Temple of Set back to the original, uh, what is it, the Order of the Golden Dawn yeah. type of uh, type of belief. That that's, that's interesting. Is a, yeah, he's a literal god. He will come to Earth. Yeah. And if you do not abide by the rules, you will be punished. Um he michael aquino uh like i said he's still alive but he stepped Mm -hmm. down as the high priest of the temple of set in 2004 
and I oh, couldn't really he doesn't have a Wikipedia page yeah um and I he couldn't really find too much that's yeah. weird like when you type in Michael Aquino it takes you to Temple of Set and that's it oh um I mean making it the Temple of Set is like it makes sense because Set is the brother of Osiris and Isis and mm-hmm. he's also the god of chaos. So, like, that all makes sense. And then I think what he was doing, and this is, like, totally my assumption. I'm pulling this out of my butt. But, like, <laughs> there was a lot of those groups, um, like the Masons, um, mm-hmm. uh, other groups where math and numbers um, yes. were very and the essential. Order, yeah. mm-hmm. And so the Order of the Golden Dawn, yeah, it's... it's uh, not, I don't think it's a part of, you know, like a, like the Masons, but they're yeah. sort of like, uh, similar. Yeah. There's, and there's it's, levels, it's, there's hierarchies, there's teachings. There's rituals. Yeah. And, you have to learn and you have to take mm-hmm. your steps. And, um, the yeah. one thing, one thing that, uh, Michael Aquino didn't like about Satanism mm-hmm. is that, uh, LeVay started saying that the higher levels of the religion would only be available to those who gave monetary donations. Or, like Scientology. Yeah, it's kind of like the he needed to make money and he yeah. wanted to make money. He was like, I got this, you know. But also the Temple of Set is uh, kind of in, uh, in the same vein because you have to buy the books and read the books and do the math. Yeah. And, Mm-hmm. You know, only like the rich and powerful can do that because yeah. not everybody has access to those types of things. And I couldn't, I like, my eyes glazed over so fast <laughs> that I have like nothing else to say about the temple set because it's so boring. <laughs> I just, funny. maybe I was looking in the wrong place. And if you are part of the temple set, I apologize. But can you just explain it to me? If Tell me why you love it. Um, it's just, yeah. that's so funny because it's like, come into this like satanist esoterian temple and then make it boring yeah you're like you know what i love you know what i love about this place (laughs) nothing i'm gonna do the opposite it's so it's like on last podcast on the left they said uh basically uh anton levey and michael aquino took aleister crowley and ripped him in half and like Satanism oh, I like that. Yeah, went that went sense. one way, and then Michael Aquino went the other way, and that Aleister Crowley would not like either of these men. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, Aleister Crowley just wanted to fuck. He just wanted to like have sex and be powerful, and you know, just do his own thing. And he uh-huh. didn't really care about rules, or he just wanted to be a powerful like guy and have sex with everyone. Yeah, and Anton LaVey was just like this is all a joke and yeah I'm, you know I'm just gonna make fun of all of you for believing in anything oh my and god I'm like, looking you know, at his um I'm looking at his uh, the Zena's baptism pictures and holy holy guacamole <laughs> Anton some, LaVey. Uh, interesting baptism pictures yeah he was uh <laughs> he's a, little, a character he's eccentric quite eccentric yeah. but I so. mean you do you yeah and I mean, people are going to be calling you the Black Pope and, you know, you better giving you cool titles name, like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, 
So that's just very, uh, the very tippy top layer of the left-hand path. Uh There are people who like devote their entire lives to this stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, just a few days of research is not going to do it. And, uh, but yeah, that's just very, I mean, so when we talked about it a little bit, I think there is an argument to be made that we could go further into chaos magic Mm -hmm. Um, because in doing my research a little bit, it was touched upon that chaos magicians are kind of under the left-hand path umbrella. Yeah. But um, I think it's worth like looking into a little bit more. Yeah. So we could decide if we want to do that or not. Oh yeah, but, totally. I think I think we yeah. should. We could we could split it, do the research, break it up, and come back and just have like a general discussion. Mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to kind yeah. of like delve deeper. Um, it's just so fascinating what like men it's, and women would do. Yeah, there were definitely uh, women in, in. I don't know if there were women in the. Yeah, there were women in Order of the Golden Dawn. Um, Aleister Crowley was kind of a dick. Yeah. He was, they say he was bisexual, um, which that's not why he's a dick. I mean, he he basically believed that men were to be in power and women were to be used as tools to obtain that power. Mm, so Don't like there that. Was, something that he called oh shoot again see I just I have like all this in my brain and I can't remember any of it um it's my pandemic brain I can't remember anything um <laughs> there was like kind of he believed there was like one woman like one um woman who was worthy of being at his side basically and until he found that woman Mm -hmm. Um, he was just kind of just going to do his own thing and sleep with whoever he wanted, man, woman, you know, um, he didn't care, but he, he was, Aleister Crowley was an, an asshole. He, (laughs) he wanted what he wanted and whoever got in his way, you better watch out. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know too much personally about, um, and that's just, I think that's pretty general common knowledge yeah Anton LaVey also being you know very flamboyant and eccentric I'm sure he wasn't the best dude to be around at all times yeah and then Michael Aquino was just seemed like a stick in the mud so but that's so interesting because like I mean when not to say that they're cults but like when you look at cult leaders and when you look at leaders of different groups and religions and things they're generally Mm -hmm. really like I mean, they're really charismatic. They have this which, like, magnetism. Yes, which Aleister Crowley and Anton LaVey were said to have. Oh, yeah. They you were would have to. to. I be, mean, the yeah. way that they dressed, they were very, like, robes mm-hmm. and adornments. And mm-hmm. I mean, Anton LaVey mm-hmm. would wear that that with the thing with the horns. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was very eccentric, very yeah. over the top, very into... Alistair Crowley lived and died by the layman magic. Like he, yeah. he was the real deal. So I wonder and, if like Michael Aquino was trying to make it more like reachable saying like, okay, we could do these things. Yeah. Like, and it's interesting because he was a military man. 
So but maybe that's why he thought like, okay, I understand like the human mind and the, and I can maybe get more people on my side if I wear a nice suit. Right. You know? Yeah. And there's also some things that I kind of read about Michael Aquino and like the satanic panic and maybe being part of like a pedophile ring, but maybe that's just like a rumor. Um, Wouldn't be a surprise. Right. So I wasn't, they, you know, it's not known for sure whether that's a fact or whether it was part of the satanic panic because he was quote unquote like a Satanist. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he, there's, he's an interesting character because, I mean, yeah, he's a military man, but when you look at him, like, pictures, he's got these, like, eyebrows, <laughs> and, like, they, they, like, go up, like, devil horns. Yeah, like, I wonder if that was purposeful. I It looks like it is, but, yeah. Yeah. These, just, you know, a few interesting uh, characters that kind yeah. of, I mean, those, these are just three dudes, you know? I know. And so I have a <laughs> deep appreciation for the left-hand path, um, mm-hmm. for uh, Satanism in the vein of Anton LaVey, because it's just, I mean, at the es- at the essence, and I know I was saying this a couple times in the last episode, but like in a nutshell... It's just letting your human desires, your human needs, mm-hmm. like rule your life or like letting that part of you shine, not be afraid of your sexuality, using your sexuality instead yes. of like hiding it. Cause that was a really repressed period of time. Well, I mean, yeah, the like 1500, 2000 years up to that point was like super repressed, I guess, since like ancient Greece, but like right. so much oppression and just, you can't have sex. You can't talk about sex. You have to be married. You have to do this mm-hmm. privately. Like all of these things kind of just like come to attention. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, especially going into that, like the free love of the sixties with like Michael, right. Aquino and like all of that. So it's just, I don't know. I have a deep appreciation for the sexuality of it, for yes, personal I, freedom, for yes. making those choices. But at the same time, like with the satanic sins, they're basically saying, don't be a dick unless you can't not be a dick anymore. Right. Like, um, yeah, it's like that do no harm to take no shit thing. Like, yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. Take, like be, yes. yeah. Like to be a decent person, but if someone mm-hmm. is messing with you, you know, destroy them. Like that. <laughs> yeah. And have yeah. sex as much as you can. Yeah, with, with, yeah, it's, you know, with, with as many people adults. as can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whoever is willing and consenting, mm-hmm. go for it. It's just, I really enjoy the Church of Satan, and I think they, especially, I think in modern times, they make a lot of political statements that I enjoy. Because, they do. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in America, there's, there's like this christian we're a christian quote-unquote christian nation which is like the opposite of what america is supposed to be founded for Mm -hmm. um and i so i really enjoy when you know people are like okay well we're gonna put up the ten commandments and they're like okay well then we're gonna put up a you know statue of baphomet you know religious freedom right Mm -hmm. you know like okay prayer in schools we're gonna pray to satan because religious freedom right and i think it's i really enjoy when they yeah kind of stick it to the man they're just calling (laughs) them out on their bullshit and it's like yes you can't yeah calling out the hypocrisy do those things exactly and 
I like that. Yeah, I really like that a lot. And I think um, Satanism is very appealing to the, I mean, I'm gen- I'm generally a nonconformist, I guess, like less so in my old age, but um, it really appeals to that like 14 year old in me. That's like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, you, the man, sure. you know, like, I think I, really I was like too shy to ever be. <laughs> I think if I had (laughs) discovered the Church of Satan when I was a teenager, I definitely would be a part of it. Hmm. Like now that nowadays, I feel like I just can't be bothered. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. (laughs) Like I'm just like, who cares? Like whatever, and just let everyone do what they want and free love. And I'm I'm more like spiritual, you know? Yeah, whatever that means. But. Yeah, I think definitely, I definitely would have been a Satanist if I had discovered it in high school. I don't think I would have been. That's not really surprising, but. No, yeah, um, it's not surprising. I, I just, I, like I said, I have an appreciation for it. It's really interesting to see how these different groups like ran with it and the things that they did. The Aleister Crowley stuff obviously is a little bit more fantastical, a little bit more ritual and. Yeah, um, like pomp and circumstance and things. Um, yeah, I feel like he the, wanted. Like that's why he. Oh yeah. He yeah. left that other order. Not that he maybe had a choice, but. Right. Yeah, and then you go into Satanism, which still has some of that pomp and certain circumstance, but it's like a little bit less so. And then even it's a little more little like tongue in cheek. Yeah, and then when you get to the Temple of Set, they're trying to like make something that the average person can maybe hold on to. Yeah. And like I said, I didn't get into the temple of set too much mm-hmm. and maybe there, I mean, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It probably has a lot of weird rules and stipulations. It does. And, and there's a lot of like different there just looking on the Wikipedia page. I was like, I can't understand any of this. Like I couldn't, I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. Yeah. So I, maybe I didn't do it justice, but maybe that's something we can look into later. Yeah. But I just, after researching all the rest of this, by the time I got to this, I was like, I can't, I just, it just did not interest me whatsoever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think it's really, it's, it's cool to see both sides of the same coin. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested to look more into chaos magic because. Yeah. Me um, too. That is also, uh, I think something I would be interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So I thought. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a. Uh, it was just nice to like go down this rabbit hole a little bit, just like yeah. stick my thing, you know, my thumb into it or whatever. Oh, That's yeah, not a thing people say, but you know what I mean. No, I know. I, I did my I think toe it was, into uh... it is what I meant to say. <laughs> stick, my, you know, stick your thumb in things. Well, when you said it, I like totally didn't even question it, but like at the same time, my like weird brain like. There's like that children's whittle, riddle about like Tom Thumb and he like sticks his thumb in the pies. So I just like saw you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it works. Whatever. Oh man. That's where um, my quarantine is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining um, life and children's riddles. Don't you always? It's like a Neil Gaiman going on in my um, I love Neil Gaiman. So that is the left hand path. Yeah. A little bit. Um, mm-hmm. 
these types of things, we're still, I think, I, I mean, I'll speak just personally. I'm still getting used to like the research part of these, this, these types of things. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping that it made sense and that, you know, yeah. did it some justice. No, it did. I, because when we talked about right-hand path, left-hand path, it's definitely, I guess you could call it genres of like spirituality mm-hmm. of their or their lack thereof so right 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 hand path is you are following something you believe in something some kind of higher power uh some kind of like uh, justice elemental balance um, right. but on the left hand path you are living your life as an independent individual who's going to make things happen for themselves um yeah. you're not worried about a deity or a god um, you're not mm-hmm. putting your faith in something else. You're putting your faith in yourself. Um, right. And I think Which that's what, that really appeals to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I have yeah. like internal struggle with this. And I think that's part of why in my practice, because I've said it before, but I wouldn't call myself a, a, a person who follows like a Wiccan path. I do mm-hmm. pull in practice from Wicca. Um mm-hmm. But I would be someone more on uh, definitely a pagan path um, Mm -hmm. where, again, it's very elemental. It's very moon focused. It's very earth focused. Um, Right. But I can see the pool that these other things have. Yeah. And which is why I'm interested to get into the chaos magic, because I feel like that uh, kind of even though I don't know too much about it yet, I feel like that could be like where we lie, where you kind of pick and choose what works for you. Yeah, it could be. So, I literally have zero idea. Yeah, me either. So I'm interested to see if that's... It yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> we have one week. One week. <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. And it, was uh, fun. it, it has actually like re-peaked my interest in Satanism. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I... Yeah. yeah and I think it's I mean it's fun to it's fun to me because I've had people in the past mm-hmm. uh ask me about Satanism yeah which I don't know why because I've I don't You're know if I come across it. as a Satanism <laughs> as a Satanist You're but like, thanks, maybe? yeah I love to explain it to people even though I don't like consider myself a Satanist mm-hmm. um, I love to explain the like common sense rules of it (laughs) and people would be like oh okay okay like you know yeah yeah so So, maybe they just know that you have knowledge maybe yeah maybe it's all those uh maybe it's my devil horns (laughs) i gotta file them down (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's the left hand path we did right hand path left hand path next chaos Chaos. magic chaos there's no chaos path Chaos magic. Yeah, we can um, it. we can make it. Whatever. That it's chaos. So yeah, I'm interested. Oh yeah, if it's chaos, it wouldn't have a path. Yeah. That makes sure wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to do research on my new computer that's coming Yay. in the mail. Um, so I don't have to fight with my child over the computer. And uh, I'm excited about it. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I have have a little um, mini witchy moment. Do it. So um, on our Sit for a Spell pod Instagram, as well as my personal Instagram, I've been following um, 
the web page, kind of like lifestyle page called the Witchcraft Way. Okay. And they have a subscription box called the Witchcraft Box. Um, and I had seen it and it's always been a little bit pricey and they sell out a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And they have themes just like every like box. And I know there's like witchy boxes and crystal boxes and candle boxes. Like, like right. not as many as others, but I've always wanted to try one. And so they were having a special and um, I got their email because um, I'm on their list. And the next box, the May box is the green witch box. And oh. so I got super excited and I bought it because I was like, you deserve this. And it was like, you, yeah, treat so, yourself. Yeah, I bought it for myself for my birthday. And I'm just very excited to get it for the first time and see yeah, what's that's in really there. Fun. And I'm hoping that it kind of like peaks my, or like, not peaks, I guess, stimulates my. Um, yeah, the green witchery inside yeah. of you. Yeah. I haven't killed my ivy yet. Yay. So that's good. News. I like. I'm like spend a lot of time on Instagram looking at like people's houses that are like covered in plants it just makes me so so happy I already know I have this like flowering orange flower plant in my house right now that's gorgeous and I have my ivy and Mm. I actually just ordered um from a nursery I ordered this like huge palette of succulents they're called hens and chicks because the big succulents are called the hens and the chicks are the little ones that grow oh and so i'm really excited about that because it's like six different varieties and i was like well i've killed succulents in the past which apparently is very difficult to do um (laughs) so i'm gonna give it another go yeah that'll be really fun yeah i i tried to put plants in my house but again my cats literally knocked them over like 17 times and i was like fuck this I'm not dealing with they this just anymore. not like plants or they like to sit in them oh so wow. when they're trying to get into the plant mm-hmm. they knock them over or when they're trying to um get like if they're trying to like get on the windowsill or they're trying to you know they're trying to get mm-hmm. to somewhere they knock them down I so. wonder if you've got like a hanging basket like an ivy hanging basket and put it up like in the corner of your ceiling where they can't even get to it maybe yeah I, I could try but I have like um my son has those like you know those like wooden figures that are like skeletons does that make sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they're like they piece together yeah he has a couple of those hanging in his room and he they knocked one of them down oh my gosh so they're like leaping cats yeah so it's they they are they just got fixed last Ooh. week so I'm hoping that it settles them down yeah because not. probably not <laughs> they're getting they're almost a year old so I know I took it took forever for me to get them fixed but I've had a lot going on and um they just so they yeah they babies. don't yeah they never go outside and yeah we don't have any boy cats so um they. I'm hoping that like they're getting older and they're fixed now. I'm hoping they'll settle down a little. (laughs) Because I'm like, you guys. Yeah. They knock over everything. Everything. Oh my God. What about you? Did you have anything going on? Yes. So um, it was my birthday a couple weeks ago. And Mm -hmm. my lovely co-host. Me. um, 
that's you. <laughs> you sent me a little package and in it had a book, which I haven't read yet, but um, you also sent me some tarot cards and they're, they're crow tarot cards. I know they're so freaking cool. I don't know if we've talked about my love of crows on this podcast we have, before. We have. I'm sure. But I love crows. Like, Jess loves bats, and I love crows. Like, they're... I love bats. I love them. And they these are so cool. It's so beautiful. And I've been using them. Oh, and, good. Um, I like them a lot. They seem to like me, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they smell good too oh, but um I just think they're really cool I'll, I'll put up a picture of um what they look like but they're like I can't even describe the like style they they're look like, like painted almost like a- yeah they look like paintings but like um they look like uh what is the like medieval paintings kind of yeah kind of mm-hmm they're really pretty and I just I love them a lot so thank you for them they're really cool and I love crows and I got so excited when I opened the box my mom was like what are you what are you yelling about (laughs) I was like look they're so cute so I had I had wanted to get them for you for a long time and then I was like I had never even seen these before no I'm surprised yeah just like so crazy oh and on that note we had um Katrina who we had on the podcast yes uh, the tarot card reader she did birthday spreads for us he did and they were so good she did birthday cake spreads for us on her youtube channel um if you want to go check her out she's katrina cat tarot on um instagram and she links to her face uh, her uh youtube where she does um spreads she does videos, spreads. Um, yeah and she's she's available for uh private spreads and if it's your birthday like that birthday spread was really cool so it's like uh it's a spread she made up herself Mm -hmm. and um it was really cool and very she's very uh she's very so knowledgeable yeah and she um yeah and it was a surprise so it was like really nice that she got to yeah she did that for us so that was she was like I remembered your birthdays were really close together and yeah (laughs) it was really cool that had fun so yeah Yeah. a lot of tarot things this week I think Mm -hmm. yeah that I'm excited about and um doing tarot has helped center me these days because we could all use it um but yeah so I, I really love these. They're called Crow Tarot by MJ Kulinane. Kulinane? C-U-L-L-I-N-A-N-E. Kulinane. But, I don't know, check them out. Good, I'm glad you like them. So, I love them. Excellent. So, uh, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so um, much. Stay safe. Stay healthy, stay home. Yes. Um, we're putting out all the good vibes for everybody. We're just hoping yes, everybody yes, stays yes. safe and sane. Mm-hmm. And uh, I light a white reach candle out. every day. Oh, yay. Good. I just found, like, I remember I bought this, like, big bag of tea lights. And mm-hmm. then for the longest time, I couldn't find them. And now that I'm, like, I have time to, like, clean and go through stuff, I found them again. So I'm, like, oh, excited nice. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'll, 
I just want to say we've had a lot of people reaching out to us asking questions Mm -hmm. about like it's so cute everyone's always like I'm sorry this is a dumb question but blah 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 there are no dumb questions no it's not a dumb question whatever you need the like the simplest like people are asking us about uh you know like the the second site people are asking Mm -hmm. about tarot people are Mm -hmm. sending us their their familiars Mm -hmm. people are asking us about like what kind of witch they are you know like all this different stuff it's really it's really fun we have a good time like answering keeping in touch we try to like answer everybody quickly yeah um, just if we haven't answered you just you know hang in there and message us again whatever but yeah if you have any questions any comments anything you want us to talk about let us know because we are always open yep to all that stuff and if we don't know we'll figure it out (laughs) <laughs> yeah or send you resources at least yeah pretty much yeah so yeah thanks again and uh Thank we so will much. see you guys next week next week thanks yeah bye. bye thank you for listening to this episode of sit for a spell please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at sit for a spell pod If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed be. be.